Welcome to the family. I'm Cassie Schrader. Tom will be here shortly, but we have Chris in from House of Comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's one of those. Okay. <laughs> but introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm Chris Stefano. And you are? Oh, Sergio Chacon. Nate Stevenson. JB. Andy Bernard. And again, Tom will be in here shortly. He's running just a little late, but we'll be right back after this commercial break. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Downtown by myself and I had so much time to sit and think about We are back here with the family. Tom will be in here shortly, hopefully any minute now. But we have Chris who's at House of Comedy. You got a show tonight at what time? Um is it seven thirty and nine forty five. Nine forty five. An early show. Yeah. Because they kind of change it up from Fridays to Saturdays. Because then Saturdays, it's... 7, uh, seven and 9.30 on Saturdays. Yeah, we give the people a little more time to get off work on oh, Friday. You? you know, That extra, like, was it 15 minutes? 30 minutes 30? Well, for the early show. A little more yeah. time to shower and change and everything. Get a babysitter. Oh, I love House of Comedy. Do you, do you like the Mall of America? Yeah, I love the Mall of America. That's, <laughs> that's why I do comedy, doing it in malls. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm here. You like well, not seeing the sun for yeah, the whole weekend. Yeah, breathing in the air. Yeah, it's great. But it actually is, I mean, if you're going to do comedy in the mall, it's good that it's in that Mall of America. That Mall of America is nice. Yeah, you can live in that place. Yeah, I want, I do for this weekend. <laughs> do yeah. they still have that nap, that nap store or whatever, where I, you could go take a nap for like 30 minutes? Oh, yeah. I, I just call it the green room. I, no, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> the uh, green room. I, they might. I really don't know what's, what else is in the mall. I'm just strictly house of comedy. Really? Yeah, people like to ask me, where's this, where's that? I really have no idea. Yeah, I um, Minneapolis. <laughs> and no, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah. You, you could go and pay to take a nap. 70 cents a minute. Really? <laughs> is that really what it is? Wow. Oh, my yep. God. Can wow. you imagine? You can get a massage. You can take a nap. I just wouldn't feel comfortable sleeping in a mall, like, in the public area. I, I know. know. I have a problem sleeping in my own bed, yeah, let alone with somebody else. Yeah. Especially, a, God knows who was in there before me. But, <laughs> anywho. Well, we have wonderful weather. I mean, it's very iffy this time of year. But it's good for comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yep. people come out. Um, shows have been good. Show was good last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, tomorrow, tomorrow it's, it's, it's almost sold out, right? Uh, yeah, our first show, I haven't seen the numbers today, but it probably is sold out. Oh, now. great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's good. Well, yeah, you also come in, and some people like to take, you know, vacation this time of year because yeah. Thanksgiving coming up, try and find things yep. to do. Yeah. And, yeah, I, oh. Sounded like my mic cut out. Um, so what what have you been up to besides just touring and doing stand-up comedy? Um, I have been um, 
I got our special out on Comedy Central. I have a second hour coming out. Um, I have uh, stuff in development with Comedy Central. I have a podcast called The History Hyenas, which is selling a lot of tickets on the East Coast. So we talk about history. We talk about nature. Oh, fun. Yeah. How how is that uh, received as far as people liking and under especially younger people liking and understanding history because I, I was going to be a history teacher oh, at yeah? one time and then i decided eh, i'd <clears throat> do that um it's it's being received so far so good the, the podcast is not always i don't want to say it's not politically correct but it's just there's no it's like things for example like you know we do a segment on the podcast called uncomfortable truths where it's like you know Everybody talks about like Christopher Columbus and what like a savage he was and now it's Indigenous Peoples Day and all that stuff is true. <laughs> but really what ki- what killed most of the Native Americans is not Columbus, it's not his, it was it's smallpox, disease, it was yeah. disease that had nothing to do with whatever race or religion you were from, it had nothing mm-hmm. to do with anything. But you know, you talk to an 18-year-old kid and they're like Columbus is the worst, he killed everybody. Killed it's like, well, yep. smallpox did. You have oh, got yeah. vaccinated for it now, yeah. so good for you. But it actually has gotten, I mean, yeah. Also, it's like that's just how life was back in the day. It's mm-hmm. like it's everybody's dismantling Europe. history figures. It's like that's just how they lived their life. It was tribalism. You never met anyone that didn't look or act like you, so you killed them. Just like if aliens came to our planet, you try to kill them because you think they're going to kill us. So it's like, yeah, nowadays it's like to be insanely uh, – racist or disgusting towards another group of people is insane because it's like you know better but back in the day they didn't that's just how life was yeah so it's like to start ripping down statues and taking down holidays it's like you're a little misguided on what the truth is and i'm not saying my me and my podcast partner Giannis poppers are in no way shape or form saying that we are the authority on history at all we're just comedians that love genuinely love history mm-hmm. um and trying to find out these truths in it and it's like that's what you start to discover where you're like you know, there's a Gandhi lot of history was, you never learn. Never learn. Like mm-hmm. Gandhi was a great guy, great leader, absolutely. But he also used to have sex with twelve year old girls. So it's like, <laughs> what about that? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like the Nazis were horrible and they did really horrible things. But you still buy Hugo Boss suits, even though they supplied the uniforms for yeah. them. So it's like, pick your pick your outrage. Yeah. I would like to really know, like, because but when you talk to these college kids, they're just outraged by all this stuff. It's like you don't even know what you're. T- you're just following some idiot on Twitter. You have mm-hmm. actually have never done the work. I know they don't to know even why think about. Mad. You don't know why you're mad. No. So mm-hmm. so that's. But our fans that are listening to the podcast, the younger kids, because, you know, you need younger kids for an audience. They, you know, for the most part, are receiving it well. And, mm. you know, it's it's so it's like this weird landscape that I'm just looking for what I think the truth is. I don't I don't have an opinion on any of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even politically, like I'm just down the middle. I just like, yeah, it's like I'm just a normal yeah. person. I don't stand with I'm like. I feel like those are the easiest, most tolerable people to get along with, just like gray area people. Yeah, like my, if you take a stand, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You're a psycho to me. Yeah, well, my, yeah. my son would probably love it. I'm going to introduce him to your yeah. podcast because he loves history. And you need to find unique ways to teach the right history to sure. the kids because they, they're so inundated with what school teaches them and they yeah. teach them half truths. Yeah. And they don't. Yep. But luckily, my son, he's one of those that likes to go down rabbit holes. Sure. And he, you know, does research and he's yeah. Like right now, you have to. A, every time someone tries to teach you something, you have to go look it up for yourself to see sure. what they weren't telling yeah, you. Yeah, you have to fact well, check everything. Well, even conversations, it's like, you know, it's like everybody's like walking on eggshells now. It's like, even if you want to just say something like, hey, this is historically what happened, I'm not giving you an opinion. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. let's have a conversation. It's like, that's how you learn anyway. Yeah. That's how, like, you erase ignorance. But it's like, now you say one thing that. You know, a college kid doesn't think it's politically correct. That's that they write you off, and it's like that you're never gonna. I don't think you learn or grow as a people when that happens. So that's what we talk about a lot on the podcast. And then you know, it's a bunch of you know, fart. Well, it's just comedian stuff. <laughs> also, just, to, you know, comedy to try to remove or whitewash history. Yeah, creates problems. Sure, because you can learn from history. Sure, learn what not to do, what to do, and mm-hmm. all these things. And when you start to see things disappear. That brings back the chance that it could possibly happen again. Exactly. That's why that was my whole thing. It's like, you know, people when, you know, taking down all like the Confederate statues in the South, I understand where they're coming from. But it's like, why not look at that and say, hey, this is a horrible time in our history. <laughs> this is a group of people that were misguided. Let's not do that again. Yeah. Hello. There he is. He's here. Traffic. <clears throat> yes. Traffic. Anybody want some chocolate cake? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what happens when you're late. You gotta bring in chocolate. Bring cake. in cake. We got a nap. We got napkins. <laughs> we sure do. Yeah, but um, I had a junior high school uh, history teacher. Right. And she was big into giving oh, us kidding. information we've never wow. heard before in history. Right. Oh yeah. And then also telling us dig deeper. Always dig deeper. Yeah. Look into it, but yeah. never, but never turn your back on history either. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, the but, thing about the history is they tell you that you're supposed to learn it so you don't repeat the mistakes of the past. But then they teach that so many of these mistakes happen for no reason. Just like people were just being evil for no reason, can't stop it. So what are you supposed to learn from that? How do you stop it from happening again? If you're being told that it just like it happened in a vacuum, you know, God yeah. flipped a switch. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm you just, can't prevent that kind of thing from happening. So, yeah. How is that helpful? I know. I think, yeah, like you know, all these history things. Like even like, you know, somebody said to me the other day, because we did a history episode about um, Dunkirk and World War II, and they were like, man, like how could like a whole country like just be like so evil like that? And it's like, well, the history is that whole country wasn't so evil like that. There was mm -hmm. the Nazis. Actual people who wanted to put people in ovens was small like the right. ss was yeah. made up 10 percent of the whole the germans didn't know what was going on the german no if you were a german citizen you just got a gun put to your head and said either you join the nazis mm -hmm. or you go in the concentration camp what's it going to be pretty much you know and then they were all on drugs and pervitin and crystal meth, a lot of meth yeah. so it's like they don't know what's going on but you talk to a misguided kid and they're like oh german nazis like that's not even close to being true yeah it doesn't wash and i mean you have to understand what they did was horrible but it's like it's a small percentage of people yeah that it, think that way yeah it's like someone was in hitler youth i mean he's eight years old what's what do you want me to do yeah for real. yeah yeah can i, I argue the point <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to put people in ovens come on join yeah. the club i know i got the hitler head um, <laughs> i got the hitler head yeah i, I was going nice. to say speaking of hit uh History. Tom's Speaking here. Hitler. Tom's, Tom's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Oh. I missed that. I was turning my ringer off. What was that? I missed it. I said, Speaking of history, Tom's here. Well, I thought you said, Speaking of Hitler. I was yeah. I almost God, slipped up and said that. Yeah. His but, biggest fan, Tom. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> you know, Adolf wasn't a bad guy overall. You know, you do hear people say that, you know. Oh, sure. Well, those, those are more guy. misguided idiots, you know? Uh, misguided. That's yeah. a good way to put but it. There, yeah. Or mentally ill. <laughs> but there yeah. were, and. You know, learned this in, in college. There were, like, medical advancements and whatnot from yeah, Nazis. Right. Well, that's another thing. I'm reading this book, The Nazi Symbiosis. It's about eugenics in the Third Reich, right? And it's like, so, like, you know, mixing gene pools and doing all that stuff, right, was like, you know, freak show science in the 1930s. Right. And the United States and Britain knew that one of the reasons, not the main reason, but one of the reasons Hitler kept pushing to get more and more territory, to get more and more people, is he knew what was, they had an idea, Winston Churchill and FDR, they had an idea of what was happening in those concentration camps. They knew that they were getting rid of some of them to create the Ubermensch and mm -hmm. all that BS, but they knew that they were definitely working eugenic science experiments on those groups of people, and they knew that the concentration camps existed for some time before they went in to decide to liberate. Because the book that I'm reading said there were U.S., you know, British and American spies that had infiltrated the Nazi ranks that were reporting back and saying the experiments aren't really going anywhere; they keep failing. Yeah. But so that's only when they said, "All right, well now let's liberate." But millions of people died because the U.S. and Britain were like. We want to see what the science does. Like right. we want to see is there right. are they going to do anything? So it's like nobody's yeah. in World War II. It's like nobody's really innocent, and that's no. what and that's why Germany even became this Nazi empire because in World War One they got blamed for World War One. It's yeah. like yo, everybody killed everybody. Why are we? Why are? Why is our country nothing? Yeah, Germany went broke because they were forced to pay reparations to France. I think it was, yeah. it was and France, there was money yeah. they didn't have. So what ended up happening was the German Reich mark or whatever it was at the time. Yeah. Uh, it ended up hyperinflating. So it's like but that, but a that, dollar today is a thousand dollars tomorrow. And yeah, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's like when you just look at history, like you can understand. It's like, oh, why did the yeah. Japanese attack the United States? It's like because the United States at that Treaty of Versailles, when they they like treated them like second, third class citizens, yeah. said you don't do anything, and then they started taxing their oil and all that stuff. So Japan was like, listen, we you're giving us no choice you're strangling our economy so mm. we're gonna have to try to take your whole country out and then yeah. you know that didn't end right. well for them but well, but, but it's like the, these people 
in history, it's like people think this things just this stuff just comes out of thin air. It's like it really doesn't. There's a whole story to it, and it's like American. I, I'm obsessed with the enemies of America because I'm like, if you look, what is the what do the enemies teach? Like even the Revolutionary War. It's like you know you, this mighty war and blah 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 blah. It's like the English kids they don't even care. It was like mm-hmm. just a thing that came and went in Britain. Yeah. Yeah. So I like I get that's what gets me horny. <laughs> is America's enemies. I'm really glad I got here in time for that. So I have a full boner. That's good to know. Lots yeah. even better knowing. Yeah. Well, I took Viagra, so. So you just got your testosterone shot, did yeah. you? Yeah. A little sildenafil, a little testosterone, you're good to go. Yeah. It's a good mix. No, yeah, I don't know why we're ranting that. about this, but it's what happens when. Tom... I don't think you're ranting about it, but what people need to understand. Here's what I love about, about this whole system if you actually do some reading on it. How anyone can claim either. Republicans or Democrats are the holy ones is disgusting to me. Yeah. Because they both are, sure. have been fun- – well, it was FDR that did all this stuff in World War II. Sure. I mean, he was around for, what, 7,000 yeah. years? But I mean, Democrats are no better than Republicans. And, and why and people al- believe that, I don't know. And it always switches. I saw some idiot on Twitter the other day. Some kid was talking about – you know, democracy and being a Democrat and how the Democrats need to learn from their greatest Democrat, Abraham Lincoln. I'm like, he was a Republican, was stupid, Republican, but a stupid idiot. It's like, you know, like you have no idea what you're talking about. I know. You know? Well, it's funny because like half the kids don't even know that the Democratic Party were the ones that started the KKK and all right, that they stuff. They have no idea. They don't. So it's like, it's just these, these idiots. That's why my father, I mean, he's eighth grade education, but he said in 2009, he was like, you know, it's going to be a big problem for this country. Have the same dad? Yeah. He's great, education. He's great education. Your dad, we might have the same dad. Yeah, you man. might be my dad. He was like, Twitter. Twitter's an issue. Yes, He's like, you is. can't give everybody a voice. I love That's it. the worst mm-hmm. thing you could do is have everybody talking. And I'm like, it's true. It is true. It's it is true. true. Because Sounds harsh, but it's true. Because it's hard to do the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard for me to read these books and do this and find this stuff. It's hard. It takes up a lot of time and right. you start to learn. But it's like, I'm doing it. So it, and I know not everybody wants to do that. So it's like, when I see this, it starts to make me angry. I'm like, you don't, you have no, and I don't sit here and punt. I don't, even on my social media, I don't, I, I don't say anything. I'm like, whatever. But I see these people. I'm like, guy, you really, like, you re- what you're spewing is just you nonsense. Don't <laughs> you yeah. just don't know at all because you've never done the research. You listen to one Joe Rogan episode and now that's it. You know, like mm-hmm. you Googled one thing and now you're, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I, I walked by a college couple yesterday. Did they have a clock in the wall that said we have to take a break? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you very much. But we will. We will. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof that dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020 by 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. (laughs) 
ladies and gentlemen. We are back. So, yeah, I walk in the middle of something. You guys are all fired up, which is yeah. a good thing. I, uh, You know what, what shocks me and when you hear about people who actually have, have read up on things and have knowledge of what the world's really all about? How do you get to the point? Where you go, well, that Holocaust thing never happened. I mean, that's, yeah. What? People are out of their minds. How you know? do you get there? Yeah, yeah. People, yeah well, I, that never happened. Well, but that's yeah. just like ignorance. That's like, yeah. you know, that that's like the definition of it, where you're like, come on, guy. Like, but isn't that the order of the uh, the day recently? I mean, i, I got to be honest with you. I do think that human beings are regressing rather than progressing because of sure. digital. Digital sure. is destroying humanity. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah, it is because it it's like is. even even like there's a except con- for this podcast. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> but even like people like go run with things, right? Like, it's just recent news. Like a couple of days ago, like whatever is reporting that Julia Roberts was offered Harriet Tubman. It's yeah. like there's no way that's true, and it happened that way. There's absolutely no way that a studio executive ever would do that in 2019. But. Whatever they were able to mix and match that with the story, they're like, oh, okay, now run with it. Now, of course, it's more BS, <laughs> clickbait, blah, 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 divide, divide, divide. I mean, there's so many people in this country, they need division because mm-hmm. if they don't have division, they don't have a job. Yeah. So it's like, the, oh, yeah. you got it. the exec said? Yeah. Why you want what, what he said to the, the no. director? Director said, "That's not going to fly." I mean, she can't play Harriet Tubman. He goes, "That was a long time ago. Nobody's going to know the difference." <laughs> he actually supposedly said that. Well, I think this happened actually back in 1994. Yeah, it was like 20 years ago. Because like, yeah. they've been trying to get this movie going for like 25 right. years. Yeah, they have. Yeah, it's true. I could see that happening back in 1994. You know, you guys, you're too young to know this, but a great bit that Chappelle could have done. Is the Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet Tubman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy and Harriet was a TV show back in the fifties and sixties. It was yeah. like Ricky, you know, Ricky Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But that was Ozzy and Harriet was the name of the sure. show. So you get sure. Ozzy and Harriet Tubman. <laughs> well, he's some dumbass sitting around going, "Well, what, what are you doing today? Well, I got a railroad deal. I got to do. I got to get, but I'll be back like seven yeah. o'clock. I'll be back home at eight. So funny. Keep dinner warm. Phenomenal. Yeah, keep dinner. <laughs> hey, Harriet. <laughs> yeah, you know. What now, are you gonna I, do? You know. Do you think, though, because as I go forward in life, what shocks me, and I'd like to hear everybody at the table comment on this, actually, how did you get it in your head at such a young age that it's okay to destroy someone's life because they don't believe what you believe? What is wrong with you? Well, I think, I think, like you said, because of social media, I think there have always been people always. like that, That's but they didn't, never had a place to, like, galvanize, like, yeah. Some idiot has some dumb idea in Iowa. It just sticks to your town in Iowa. But yeah. now you tweet yeah. it out, it gets retweeted, and then and now it's like this common idea that's silly and wrong catches like wildfire, right. and that's it. So then you have to start. You know, I mean, people literally live their lives like if they tweet something out and it gets fifty retweets, they think the statement was profound. Oh yeah, and they it's like do. You, yeah. you have to understand like what you're saying could be so stupid. It's not even funny, but you got 50 retweets and 50 likes, so now you think you have more power as a human being in the real world. It's, right. it's, it's like a, a Black Mirror episode. Makes no sense to me, because I, I, the, re- the reason I know is, it is there are people on Twitter who think I'm a prick. Sure. Oh, how'd they you, get you there? brought in chocolate <laughs> well, cakes and yeah. muffins and saying that, you, you know? Corn muffins corn and chocolate muffins. So what? You like the Nazis. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Well, you did tell quite a few people to go laugh themselves Well, I did over the years. That's true. I've been on Twitter in seven years. Smart. And, and my last couple of weeks was pretty much, fuck you. Good. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Go out guns blazing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I 2000 Southeast Elm Street. I'll be outside at 1015. You don't like it? Come on by. Yeah. We'll see how it works out for you. That's it. Yeah. See, I, I should have grown up in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice yeah, Italian yeah. boy in yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, this guy, Sergio's from the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. Where? where? Uh, well, I grew up in uh, on Grand and Essex. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, now I live on, like, Fish Street. So that's, like, what a lot of people call Alphabet City. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. He used to beat up drug dealers with his fists. 20th Street and 2nd Avenue, <laughs> baby. Story. Lived yeah. there for a long time. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah it's changed a lot now. But, you know. Uh, I, uh, so you, what's your ethnicity? I'm Puerto Rican. Or I'm pissed off at you because all the Puerto Rican kids in New York kicked the shit out of me playing stickball. <laughs> <laughs> it really made me mad, Sergio. 
That's probably my uncle's. They were so much better at it than I was. Stick. It was not fair. <laughs> Nobody plays stickball anymore. They don't? There was this thing on HBO. I just watched it. It was called Bronx USA. It was. Um, don't they really? That's too George I've never Shapiro. seen someone play stickball. No, oh, they, they had the to teach greatest. the kids in the Bronx where to play, how to play stickball, the rules of the game, and then the kids loved it. Even I never played stickball. You never did? No, it wasn't a thing. My it's father not easy, did. man. It wasn't a thing for me. That you know? ball breaks. So, you ever play stickball? Yeah, I did play uh, the- stickball right after playing in the fire hydrant. So, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Did you, you open the fire hydrant? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. Sergio opened a fire hydrant. Yeah. It was him. <laughs> and God, I used to love right it. after that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, God. It was Wet so much feet. fun. The ball, honestly, God, really good pitchers in stickball. Sure. That ball breaks so much you can't even think about hitting it, but they can do it. They can do it. It's yeah. amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah, well, like Vladimir Guerrero, they said used to hit, like, you know, tree tree branches and hit pebbles and it's like you're hitting pebbles in the Dominican Republic you can hit a baseball yeah mm-hmm. like it's oh, yeah. just right. now, so now at that point it's like having a Eddie Munster bat yeah and a basketball <laughs> it's like fake it's true. yeah, yeah you're like, oh, you look huge it's, yeah training for man, that man. it would look huge super accurate yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a wonderful thing, though, man. It is that the time when we spent living in New York was we really enjoyed it a lot. I I, I like every. I'm I'm not a big LA fan. I just you yeah. know it's there's different like a, deal. There's to a me. loneliness to LA. Like yeah. everybody's in yeah. their car yep. and it's always on fire. It's like <laughs> it's a little bit like it's a little bit it's like I, sometimes I feel like I don't even know. Like it's like a way like the universe saying like you guys are we're not we don't want people living here. Right. Like, why did you right. move everything here? It's like we're setting it on fire every year. Minnesotans year. feel that way a lot. Though. Yeah, everything freezes over. You know, have you yeah. ever felt minus twenty? Most people haven't. <laughs> have not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, uh Makes you wonder why this place even exists sometimes. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. negative. <laughs> but it is nice. It's the birthplace of both my children. I'll have you know, yeah. you and your sister. Mm-hmm. So you know. <laughs> but I also spent the summer or the winter in Florida many years, and I kind of got nice. used to that. You know, it's really funny about that because I grew up in the inner city. Most Minnesotans don't know what to do with me because really? I'm not like other Minnesotans. I just right. because they they don't know anything about the you know they love to pontificate on how things really go for people of color and sure. people in the inner city. They have no clue what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, they yeah. have no idea what real racism is. No, no, no. Uh, they have no idea what ethnicity is all about and being proud of who you are and all the rest of it. Yeah, it, it's it's a whole different world. So they think that I'm kind of like a. Like I said, a prick. Well, the thing is, that's why, like, in, you know, in New York, it's like, of course, there's racism there. It's racism everywhere. But it's like, yeah. But it's like, it's really hard to be a racist because, like, whatever group you hate, you will see them on the train <laughs> in five <laughs> minutes. You're going to see that group minutes, immediately. So you better be prepared. I like it. And, but it's like, you know, but I get, like, that's not that whole... I read this book, Sapiens. You guys ever read Sapiens? No. Good book. It's just about, there's, again, there's no opinion at all with this book, Sapiens. This is just facts of human evolution. And it's like this, like it's tribalism. There's mm-hmm. racism and sexism and every ism. But the biggest one is tribalism. And it's like you it fundamentally, and it's not, he's not, it's like I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. Throughout the entire animal kingdom, everywhere, Tribalism exists. So why would it not exist with human beings? Yeah. Why would whatever it is, because you're not wise, a part of my tribe. We're better than the rest of the animals. But sure. That's that, right. That's what they say. That's what they say. And there's truth to that. I mean, obviously, we have a we social construct. Better, so it's like, but no, but I'm saying, but like, act better. I would know not to, just because somebody doesn't look like me or act like me, yeah. I would know not to treat them unfairly. But what this man is saying is like deep in your DNA, in your chemistry, if you mm-hmm. are an animal, it's like everything else. It wants you to be like, you're not for me. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, the, the reason why this racism comes up is because like people don't want to do the work on themselves. They don't want to do, they don't want to say right. this yeah. is wrong, fundamentally wrong, because it's, he's like basically it's in your hardwiring already to be that way. This yeah. is not a thing that like comes out of thin air. Well, yeah, I mean, evolutionarily, the mammal brain grew around, you know, the reptilian brain. And then the ape brain grew around the mammal brain. Sure. So those brains are still there. Yeah. Like running all the uh, low-level stuff. And yeah. they're still like, you know, there's neurons going through circuitry that's basically the exact same thing as, you know, what a dog or a sure. gecko experiences. And it's like human beings. It's like, of course, like, how could how could humans do that to each other? It's like, we are by far the most vicious animal that ever existed. Oh, we've killed 99% of the things that we've ever lived with. By so, like, far. what... what uh, that's why sometimes when I read these books, I'm like, what don't people get here? Yeah. The facts are right here. Yeah, no, of course it's going to happen. Right. What do you... I'm, I, I just deal with it. I'm like, yeah, what are you going to do? You know, just sit in my bathtub. 
There's an understanding. It's nice and safe. Yeah, yeah. You can do the research on it. Well, you probably already have done the research on this, but 70% of people on Earth cannot think beyond the level of a 12-year-old. I believe that. It's just a fact. Yeah, I believe it. So they cannot think the way you sure. and I do. Yeah. They can't. It's not, it's not possible. Yeah. Which That's, is quite disturbing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. It's like, you know, we want to save the world. It's like, I do too, but it's like there's 9 billion people on this planet. Mm-hmm. Like, you think everybody's going to have a good day all mm-hmm. the time? I hope but, they're not 9 billion. It ticked up about yes. a billion and a half. Is it eight, there. It's getting there. What is it? Is it, is it 8 billion? Half, I, think. I think it's about that, yeah. yeah is it about 8 billion now? Let's see. Well, I've been, I haven't been wearing a condom, so. Seven and a half. Yeah, you we were just telling me about that earlier. a billion guy. But it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah, everybody go. pregnant. Ten years ago, it was six and a half, so. Okay. Ten yeah. years ago, it was six and a so half. So it's not, it's what, seven, eight billion? Yeah, seven, seven and, a half. and a half, so. Yeah. In probably another 15 years, it'll be nine. All right, so I'll be right in 15 years. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know what's wrong. A, you know what amazes me about all this is you look at, you know, Politicians are making a lot of money right now by telling us that black people and white people can't possibly get along. Sure. They love to tell us that because they make a lot of money doing sure. that. If they want to look back in history, you've done your reading. Mm-hmm. The skin color's never been the issue. It's no. been the tribe. It's always been the issue. The most always. amount in history, and again, saying this fact doesn't negate anything that happened in our history. Like, preface mm-hmm. it with that. But it's like when you read the books and do the research, which you do or, or try to attempt to do on the podcast, The History Hyenas, that I have with my friend Giannis Pappas, it's like the most slavery. The most deaths throughout, the, it's been the own people enslaving the own people, the own people no killing the own it. people. Yep. By far, not even close. Again, yep. doesn't negate the atrocities that especially happened in our country, but it's like that is factual too. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever story you want to go with, you can go with, but if the facts are, people kill their own more than others kill their no own. No doubt about it. For sure. It's oh, just yeah. not, it, that's not debatable. That's just, you look, yeah. at, but the history won't tell you that because division is a, it's a thing that makes money for people. It makes here. a lot of money, man. Yeah, so, keeping us apart makes a ton of money for yeah, people. Yeah, and it also causes, like, you know, like you said, the 70% of people that can't think past a 12-year-old, it's like, they're going to think, oh, I'm not supposed to like this person because they look or act like this. Because it's like, <laughs> exactly. yeah, because the government's telling you that, but it's like, that's actually not, never the truth. You know, it's like, right. it's so stupid to think that way, but what can you do? That's what I'm at now. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I don't yeah. freaking know. It's like, what do you want me to do? I'm you sorry. I use I use a plastic straw. Yeah, kill me. What do you want me to do? I don't know. As an Italian, have you seen now the Italians are releasing these straws that are made out of pasta? Really? And they don't add any flavor. That this sounds like a joke. No, 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 no. You can look it up. <laughs> They're making lo- like pasta, like long tubes yeah. of pasta. They don't carry any flavor into the fluid, whether it's soda or whatever. Uh, and they break down within minutes after being used because they get wet and they start yeah. to break down. So you yeah. just re- you throw them away. Oh, and they're... yeah. I'm looking at them right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> called, no such thing. They're called hay straws. Hay straws, okay. Yeah, or and then they have ones that are eco-friendly, biodegradable. They Jumbo, do. Jumbo, nine and a half do. inch pasta straws. So it's the same as your penis. Thank you That's very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a <laughs> nine and a half. I've, yeah, noodle Second deck. major <laughs> You can get it for 23 bucks. <laughs> What? $23. Not for a straw? For 600 of them. Well, 600. That's horrible. 600 that's a lot of them. And still, honestly, actually, you could just buy those straws and make pasta with them, and it's probably cheaper than buying spaghetti. So. <laughs> it probably is at this point. Yeah. You know, one thing is, what I really love, we only got about a minute and a half left in this segment, but one of the things that I loved growing up, I grew up in the inner city. In Minneapolis? Mix, Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah, North Minneapolis. It was a mixed race neighborhood. There were black people, Mexicans, Native Americans, white people. The only people that weren't there were Asians because there were not a lot of Asians living in Minnesota sure. at that time. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I the Chinese wasn't giving them money to buy a property. Yeah, see? Subsidizing. <laughs> but what I noticed is nobody gave a rat's ass when I was a kid. Sure. If you were black, Puerto Rican, you were whatever you didn't matter. Now, one thing I will tell you, Sergio, this is your fault too. My brother in law, Pat O'Brien, was half Irish and half Puerto Rican. You want to talk about a guy you didn't want to piss off. It was my brother, Pat O'Brien. The combo of Puerto Rican and Irish was, I don't know what the hell happened. And that's a common, uh, that's common in New York. In New York, A lot yeah. of Puerto Rican and Irish, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But lovely people, Deadina, his mother, was born, Deadina Purcell, she was born in Puerto Rico and ended up moving up here. Sweetest person on the face of the earth. Also, from nature, again, mentioned this book, Sapiens, I keep quoting it, but it was fascinating to me. 
the healthiest human beings are the ones that are further have the furthest away races. So the more you have, yeah. you know, Irish having sex with the Irish or whatever, it's close. It's not inbreeding at all, but it's closer. They have more health problems usually than someone who is, you know, half Filipino, really? half really? freaking whatever, really? Australian or something. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's like nature wants you to have to procreate further away humans but further away from your actual race so that's what you're that's why you're doing what you're doing my daughter's half puerto rican i did it because i wanted her to be healthy and i wanted yeah i just uh, you need a career you can't be having all white babies that's not what hollywood wants right now (laughs) we need less white we don't want any more whites i know do you believe that horse shit that they're pulling oh he's a white man he's oh so he's automatically evil of course how racist is that but i guess because of the uh, uh all the worst problems have been whites, you know, in our country especially. So I get, I get that, <laughs> but it's also like, true. no, I know, but I'm saying I get why people say that, but I'm also like, shut know. up, you know. As long as you say shut up, we're okay. Shut up. We take a break. We'll be it's, right back. Yeah. In a what are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back with the family. Apparently, <laughs> people had to take a quick break. Yep. But, um, oh, we're here with Chris. We've been talking yes. history mm-hmm. and facts in history that are very important <laughs> that people lack. I know, I I think it, it's so gross when I go on Twitter and it just this pe- stuff people spew. And yeah. it's so nonsense and it, uh, I'm like, it, I'm like, how in how would that fit in any <clears throat> circumstance whatsoever? I mean, um, one of the things I have a problem with are conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. And um, in recent news, the, the guy... Um, well, the guy that uh, supplied the ammunition for the shooter in Vegas was just recently found guilty. Okay. And, you know, of course, that's when all the conspiracy... Everybody assumes everything mm-hmm. just, without knowing the facts, and it just spreads like wildfire. I went through a lot of it when Sandy Hook happened. Sure. And I knew people that actually lived there. Sure. And had it happen, you know, new people that lost children. Sure, sure. And stuff like that. And these people, they're just, they just spew this garbage. And I'm like, you know, and it filters down into our kids. I mean, my kid, even with like global warming, right. what the schools teach and everything, my kids would come and be like, you know, the world's going to end and all this sure. stuff. I'm like, where are you getting this information? I know. It feels school. like the two options are everyone's going to be dead in 10 years or the temperature isn't changing. <laughs> yeah. Either of which are yeah. true, but yeah. those are the only two things you can believe. Yeah. Because yes, yeah. ha- we have a lot of, my husband and I together, we're a blended family. We have a lot of kids. We have like six school age kids in the house. We have wow. 11 That's total. Kids she's got. How many kids? 11 total. Wow. That's and very Amish of you. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. <laughs> that was phenomenal. I know. <laughs> so, you know, and I have them ranging from 17 down to 7. So I, I get all these, um, all this information from what the schools are teaching the kids, you know, from all different grade levels. Right. And it's just amazing the stuff that they teach the kids and how half-truths and not the right mm-hmm. history. And I'm like, sure. no, this really, ha-, you know, because I remember... Um, it was something about slavery, and they said something. And I'm like, no, that's not that's not how it happened. And I said, did you know that there were white slaves? No. I said, yeah, my ancestors, because I'm Scots Irish. Sure. And I said a lot of my ancestors were working in the fields along with uh, yeah. the black people during this, you know, the Civil the way, War era. The only Scots Irish Jew on earth. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I know. I found out one. I'm, I'm Russian Jew too. Yeah. Scots yeah. Irish Jew. No, yeah, you hear that all the time. That yeah. was a shocker, though. That <laughs> was a shocker. So we were I, 11 kids, I I had no idea I was part Jewish. I found yeah. out through Ancestry.com. I bet you if you check, we are all pretty much some little yeah. little bits of everything, I would yeah. think. That makes sure. sense. Well, well my, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, because it's like to, when you conquer, it's like right. culture and all that stuff. And people like you're appropriating my culture, whatever it is. It's like whatever your culture is, mm-hmm. your great, 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 great grandmother or grandfather would be they would be mortified seeing how your hair is or seeing the food you're eating because you're eating your food and putting your hair the way that the people who conquered and raped their way into your life yep. did it. But mm-hmm. you just it's just been lost in translation right. thousands of right. years ago that now you think it's your culture, but it's like, what? that is nothing. That's mm-hmm. another thing. Again, I quoted again, I'm sorry, but Sapiens, it's like, it's a big <laughs> chapter about that where it's like, this is, no, it means not, I mean, it means something, of course, but it's like, to kill people over that or get angry over that, it's like, what you have no idea, these mass groups of people used to just invade and rape and then your culture became their culture yep. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And now, so it's like to stand by a type of hairstyle is like your hairstyle, you don't know what you're talking about, Yeah. you know? So it's silly. I, I always thought that was like, come on, man. Just what? who cares? You know, yeah. but people want to be mad, you know? Oh, I know. They People look for a reason to be miserable and mad all the time. And, and that's the problem with like social media is that negative attention oh, yeah. attracts more people. Sure. And I don't know why. I don't know why people want to live in a constant state of anger. They think they're victims, that's why. I they want to hear negativity because they think they're a victim. Oh, victims that are, to me are too. martyrs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But it's more like a younger person thing because, like, I'm 35. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I would never. I, but somebody who's 15 or 25 is like, oh, I have to be a victim to get what I want because that's how they grew up. Where I, mm-hmm. I was like one of the last generations of people. It's like that wasn't, you know, it was like, no, they're, I mean, it wouldn't that wouldn't make sense to do it but i don't know these just adapting human beings adapt so much now it's like you know i have a four-year-old daughter so it's like i don't know i'm going to try to just tackle one problem with her at a time as she whatever she learns in school or talks to me about i'm gonna just be like hey let's try to do the research together and try to find some facts about it as opposed to just being because i mean even like my mother like she's like the nicest lady beautiful person but like she doesn't want to do anything like she's super 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 catholic super catholic Mm -hmm. and was like pushing me you have to raise your daughter catholic and i'm like but what about all the stuff that's happened in the last 20 years with the catholic religion she's like that's all fake and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) you know and i'm just like the ignorance is unbelievable i'm just like you know younger than i'm her son so it's like i'm not as ignorant as that and my daughter will be hopefully not as ignorant as me because there's Mm -hmm. things that i'm still ignorant to that just coded in me and so i think it's you know hopefully it seems like it can get to like a better place maybe it gets worse before it gets better but i think about that a lot with my mom i'm like you, you're like what you don't even want to even look at it like why would you why are you i mean do what you want go to church mm-hmm. but she's like telling me how bad i am because i don't want to send my kid to that i'm like yeah it's there's problems mm-hmm. in the religion <laughs> you know yep. i know it's like that with politics too people yeah. are so uh, they'll vote party line because they're a Democrat or a Republican, they're not even paying attention to what the... I mean, that candidate yeah. could say, I'm going to go and kill everybody. I'll, I'll vote for you, you know? I mean, yeah. just because they have an RRD by, behind their name. Yeah, but it's also like of the times. It's like now like we're living in a time where like science is top and religion is down. And then like 500 years ago, religion was high and science was down. You can't... That's the balance of it. You can't... Mm-hmm. They're both not going to be high. You can't have science and religion both excelling. One's got to suck for the other one to excel. You know, I mean, in the Muslim world, like in during the yeah. time of the Crusades, it was all about like Christianity, and they and they they were look the Christians were like had like 
ticks on them and were like disgusting beasts of people because they were like, this is what Jesus wants. Where the Muslim people were like, we're science. They're, so the first surgeries, the first uh, mm -hmm. all types of cleaning, skin products, hygiene. Muslim world was extremely clean. Yeah, for a while extremely they were the clean. world leaders yeah. in scientific And now they're back to... Muslim world are back mm -hmm. to religion, 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 and the science starts to go down. Mm -hmm. right. It's it's just inevitable. It's the it's the ebb and flow, you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about half the no, time. I'm just know what you're talking about. spewing things that I read on books. <laughs> no, I'm an idiot. I just sit about. in the middle seat on Delta and just read. <laughs> just pissed off. He'll be fine. Don't do worry you, about it. Do you pick the middle seat all the time? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I used to always be a guy that would just like book the ticket and then like forget to pick a seat. And then of course lottery, you're just in the middle. But now because I fly so much, I'm like I'll buy the whatever ticket. And I I would say I get upgraded like 95 percent of the time. I'm just like upgraded, which because of right. the status. Oh, Delta! Shout out Delta. Um, so there's only four airlines left, so it's not that hard to give them a shout out. Yeah, shout them out. Honestly, yeah, there's like yeah. four major airlines. The rest of them are like, uh, we'll maybe get you there. Yeah, maybe your there. flight will take off. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. Um, maybe it won't. We don't know for sure. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Why do you think it is so easy for human beings to separate religions? So my religion's great and yours sucks. Why is that so easy for people? I personally think it's because. You know, a religion—it's like a way. It's the only way to control people. Like if I had, okay, if I had a sense. thousand, if I had a thousand people in a room, uh, in a place, and I didn't have one idea that they could share in common, they would inevitably start to kill them, start to kill each other, start right. to come up with a lot of problems. Right. You know, ten people is fine. We're all in a room. We could all be different races, religions. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, what I mean, but. Big groups of people, they need a common idea. And religion is that common idea. I believe that's why humans started to say, like, there's a man in the sky and there's this and that. It's because it's like, we need this common idea so we don't kill each other. Um, so I think once you start to, like, fundamentally believe that, it starts to become, like, this survival thing where it's like, I believe what these other 10,000 people believe. So that's how we're going to stay safe and be able to keep procreating and doing this. So whatever you believe in your 10,000, like, fuck you, that's not what we believe. But it's like... It's all it's all control from the beginning. Like right. it's always right. been that way. It's always just been like, how else do we get these people to do what we want? I have to I have to tell them these stories. And you know, it's it's self, what it is. Self worth, self value. Yes. You know, you want to feel good about yourself. Religion will do that. Yeah, right. I will. No, I will, absolutely. I mean there's a <laughs> it's funny, but there's a a meme going around right now and you remember the two uh Preachers from In Living Color. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Reverend Pesos, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Jim Carrey played Reverend Pesos. Pesos. Well, um, uh, what's his... Uh, Just throw out the name Wayans. It had to be one of them. <laughs> well, Wayans. But I'm, I'm thinking, now you move to today, and um, Conway, Con, uh, Kanye. Kanye West, Kanye West yeah. is hanging out with some white... <laughs> Minister now, Joel Osteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah, he's Joel super Catholic yeah, yeah. or Christian all of a sudden. So now they're comparing those two to those two, uh, Reverend but, Cash and Reverend, Reverend Pesos. But what did Kanye say Cash about God? <laughs> he did have God nailed when he said, "Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the most talented man God ever invented is here with you." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like. Bore me down. Yeah, he's a piece of work. He's been like he? that his whole life. He though. has. It's, it's weird that people are surprised that, that he's acting like that all of a sudden. It is rather he's fascinating. He's a bizarre human being. <laughs> he's a bizarre human being. He's very interesting. I, yeah. li I love Kanye. I'm he's, like, yeah, man. I don't know what do. this guy's going to say. I love it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it is pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm able to separate the artists from the, those antics, though. Like, I love his music. Every album oh, is you? considerably different from each other. Yep. They're super creative. They're always very different musically. Yep. I mean, he takes a lot of time. He knows what he's doing musically. And those antics, I'm not sure if they're real. I'm not sure if it's right, mental right. instability. But whatever it is, he is drawing people in, whether you love mm -hmm. him or hate him, and it's creating a ton of money. Yes. And he got... Great music to back it. With you know, I don't really fall into the antics though. I don't really care as much. Yeah, but a lot of yeah. people are getting heated over it, and um, well, it's least... very bizarre. I'm not sure if it's a mental condition or if he's doing this just to get a rise out of people to sell right. music. Because right. some easily of be it that. is like yeah. a PR stunt. Yeah, not yeah. maybe not all of it, but at least some. Yeah. So it's like yeah, don't you can't really believe anything that comes out of 
that industry. I'll give right. you something that you cannot believe. You know, I may convert to Judaism, even though I sure. grew up Catholic, and I'll tell you why. Because mm-hmm. on the way over here, I was listening to Christmas music. Yeah. And they played Madonna doing Santa Baby. Oh, I hate I, that version. I, I got to get out of Christianity if she's going to do that again. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got to give up on being Catholic. I'm out. Yeah. It is yeah. the most horrible thing I have ever. You know, Eartha Kitt's version. Yeah. The yeah. beautiful Santa baby. I mean, she's wonderful. Madonna's like, I know, it's horrible. It's With horrible. her fake ass. She's got God, a fake ass, ass now. Ugh. She's got yeah. the fake ass She's got now. a full fake ass. Yeah, oh, Madonna's God. fake ass. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Fully God. like. That was definitely my history. I looked that up. I couldn't believe what I was it saying. It was, was in like, my you history. You saw that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like a pee. There's no gradual. It's, just, it's like wild. No way. She's like 70 years old. Yeah. She's 70? She's up there. Is she? Well, that's probably true. She's got my clothes. There is no way that's real. I don't know, right? I think that was the first thing I saw, right? It looks like an ass She has a throw pillow in her face. No, it's her butt. It looks like a parenthesis. It does. It looks like a parenthesis. It's hilarious. It's like a perfect... Right. Wow. Her I mean, butt. it's Madonna, though. I don't doubt it. Why do you? Why do we need that now? Why are people with the big... Is it Kard- Kardashians yep. were the first ones with the big ass, right? No, J-Lo. Uh, oh, that's right, J-Lo. But yeah, J-Lo's ass is real, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, hers Here. is real. She's well, a lot bigger than she is now. Well, but yeah. like, if you compare J-Lo to any of the Kardashians, especially Kim, there's, it's not even close. So oh my no. God! They may, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a, that's it's weird what normal. people are doing to their bodies. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, it God, is. Yeah. yeah. It's very oh, we have strange. a we have a plastic surgeon on every week, and yeah, he'll tell you he doesn't do it because it's unethical. But you can get pretty much anything done to your body if you go to the right places that's and terrible. ask the right people. It is. And true. there yeah. are some things that people get done to themselves that it's just like it can't be explained anyway, except for some sort of mental illness. Oh, I, I believe that's exactly what it is. When you see someone like, you know, especially some of the, like the girls on Instagram with all that plastic surgery, yep. like what that to me is just it's a it's a poster for their mental illness. They're yeah. just a mentally. Yeah. They're saying what, I hate myself so much yep. that I need to become someone else. Yeah. Self-hate or, or they they want to be somebody else because the pain's too great to sure. be themselves. Like yeah. the and human I, Ken doll? Yeah. 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 And you realize that, and you're like, oh, wow, now it's like you got to just stay away from those people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like in a ro- romantic way, for sure. Uh. In a romantic way? <laughs> you can't do it, really? It's yeah. like you can't help you're but still not... still looking at it? I haven't seen it yet. Here, okay. It makes me wonder if it's like some sort of camera artifact. Oh, for Christ's sake. Yeah, it may That's not be not real. real. No <laughs> way. <laughs> Fat ass girl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. As Eddie Murphy once said, well, do she be having big old giant titties? Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks like she's got oh something shoved in her pants. And indeed. It's just a big lie, right? I mean, sure I even, I, like you it. know, there's yeah. a, a, it's a neural procedure, but it's like, so I'm bald, right? So I could get this tattooed, like a five o'clock shadow yeah, yeah. tattoo. Yes. Right Shout out Paul Hersey. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it very strange that people do that. Like, you want to tattoo... I know. A five o'clock shadow right here. So, you know, someone might want to touch that. Like, oh, I want to feel it. It feels like suede. It's like smooth. Like, why is it? Yeah. Yeah. My hair just goes that way, man. My hair's like lotion. (laughs) It's smooth all day, every day. Perfectly flushed with the skin. But to go to those lengths, like, just like, to tattoo a fake hairline, it's just odd to me. Yeah, I went uh, bald pretty young, as you can tell. But you got a good bald look. I Thank can't you. think of you any other way. He was talking to me. Got a nice bald look. You guys yeah. are unbelievable. Thank you for coming in. Man. Oh wow, thank you. What a thank great you. that hour went by. I mean, I was only here for forty five minutes. Yeah, ago, but that I mean, hour didn't even eat that chocolate by. cake. Mm-hmm. I wanted, well, you can uh, take it with you if you want. Oh my god, that's homemade. Me? I can't have sex it. with it like American pie. <laughs> okay, American you can't take cake. the cake. That's gonna do it. We'll be back with the family.